Welcome everyone to Anonymous Addiction. This is your host, Bobby C., a friend in recovery and beyond. Today I'm sitting in a parking lot over here overlooking the golf course in a sports complex in Fountain Valley, California. Shout out to my friend over there, Joey C., over there in Jersey. He's always in a parking lot. He's, uh, he's got a good podcast with that uh, Brutally Sober. Just a shout out to Joey. I'm going to start out by just, uh, I'm going to title this uh, segment, The Day I Said Yes to Help. You know, The Day I Said Yes to Help. And uh, I'll start, off, start out by saying that I'm going to dedicate this to Lonnie, who became my friend. They call him sponsors, but, you know, he became my friend. He still is my friend today. And uh, everything started with Lonnie coming over and sitting at my table. Prior to that, my wife, you know, I was uh, I was kind of getting done. I was I was really beat, getting beat up. You know, I was working in a psychiatric hospital, and uh, the clients would, you know, say, Hey, Bobby, you're crazy. You know, they, they, the clients would be calling me crazy. I'd be getting paranoid and looking over my shoulders, and you know, when when I took a drink, the drink took me, and you know, I never uh, knew where I was going to end up. I just that's just a brief qualifying statement that uh, we'll go into some drunkologues later, which I don't like. But uh, my wife started to go to Al-Anon, and uh, I knew she was ready to do something crazy because she was she was. Uh, she had some strength going to this Al-Anon program, and she she was getting some courage up. I could tell. And uh, if I didn't stop my shit, I think she was going to leave me. So I was I was getting really scared. And she asked me, you know, she met this this girl named Dolly, uh, who was going to Al-Anon with her, and her husband was in Alcoholics Anonymous, Lonnie, and she said. Uh, how about if I bring Lonnie over and he could sit and talk to you about uh, Alcoholics Anonymous and maybe you want to go to a meeting with him. And that was the day, I think it was the day after she said that, you know, I, uh, I said yes. I said yes to help. And that was the first time I said yes to help because I knew I, knew I had a problem with alcohol uh, for years and years and years. And uh, everybody else knew it too. So, you know, it was like uh, the storm, the perfect storm. Everything was just perfect, and, and that's when I said yes. And, and uh, I said, yeah, bring him over. So I remember when Lonnie knocked on my door, you know, he told me a story. So I could tell you that here comes walking in this big, tall, bearded uh, construction working, pharmacy robbing, dope shooting, uh, Jack Daniels drinking uh, guy and he sat at my table and and uh, started telling me a little bit about himself and I don't know it attracted me and I said yeah I'll go to a meeting with you so I even told him what meeting I, not the meeting I told him what day I wanted to go I said you know can we go on a Sunday he said you know what I got a Hamilton meeting over there in Jersey I was living in Jersey at that time I got a Hamilton meeting and uh, it's, it's pretty cool. I'll, I'll pick you up. And I said, yeah, come on around Sunday. So he took me to my first uh, 
Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. And boy, it was, it was, you know, I walked in there and sat down and lit up a cigarette because back then, you know, 36 years ago, you could smoke at the meetings and I was shaking and smoking and the meeting started and people were talking and I got, I got a little glass of soda. They had candy on the table. I don't know, even know if I heard anything. All I know is I felt like uh, I belonged somewhere, you know, and, and, and this, this friend that picked me up, I call him a friend now because he, you know, he still is a friend. And like I said, I'm dedicating this, this podcast to Lonnie, who still today is my friend. So he took me to a, a meeting, and then the next, the next week, he took me to his home group in Berlin. New Jersey, and that was his home group, so I, I joined his home group, you know, and I was fortunate, you know, Lonnie wasn't a big book thumper, he didn't push the steps, he didn't push God, he didn't push nothing on me, he, uh, we had a lot in common, he had two girls and a, a son, and I had two girls, and they were all about the same age, and we did stuff together, and went to meetings together, and you know, that's where it all started back then. And uh, I was fortunate. You know, you know, I believe that was my spiritual awakening. You call it a spiritual awakening. I call it becoming aware. You call it a, you know, I was born again at that particular moment. But that's, that's the day my evolution started, I believe. You know, Bill W., Bill Wilson, he had six, six months prior to meeting Bob, you know, he said he had his spiritual awakening. They call it a spiritual experience. But he had his way back then. Today, I don't believe that I had to do all the 12 steps to have a spiritual awakening, that's for sure. But eventually, I went through all the steps. You know, uh, Lonnie moved away, and eventually I got, had to get a couple different sponsors during my 36 years, and and I went through the steps. And But I learned a lot of things that, I didn't believe back then and I don't believe today and I evolved because during during these early years in sobriety I went to a lot of different things. I went to different meetings, ACO meetings, CODA meetings, I went to men's meetings, I went to therapy, I did group therapy, I went to some meditation groups, read spiritual books. I was lucky. Uh, my mind started to open up. You know, I became aware of certain things about myself, about society, and about the world and, and, and life. And, um, you know, I just kept on coming back. But, you know, I kept on coming back, but I kept on thinking, questioning, observing, and becoming aware of different things. You know, a lot of people are going to say, oh, well, you're bashing Alcoholics Anonymous. You know... My intentions is to never hurt anyone, you know. Don't don't run from your meeting. Uh, I'm not telling anybody to quit Alcoholics Anonymous or leave your meeting. Or I'm just passing some things that I've learned. Uh, today I believe that, you know, uh, I control my destiny through cause and effect. And I believe a lot about the cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, so I'm just going to pass on some of my beliefs, some of my ideas, some of my experiences of, you know, my perception of reality today. I'll, I'll be going through how it works. I'll be going through the big book. I'll be going through the 12 steps and talking about the 12 traditions and the 12 concepts and kind of talking about 
what I see today is is not right for me, you know. And it it didn't work uh, back then, and I still I still grow and evolve and find out that a lot of this stuff, uh, you know, I don't I don't believe in, you know. Today I know I was born an atheist actually, and and my mother gave me her uh, Catholicism because I was raised Catholic. I did all the cat Catholic rituals. So I knew about this God stuff. I knew about church and priests. I knew about confessions and and, uh, and making amends and the Ten Commandments and and all the dogma. So that that was that wasn't new to me. So uh, I'll be discussing a lot of stuff. Some's going to sound controversial, and some some is going to maybe help somebody just to know that you can go and you don't have to do everything that that they tell you to do to stay sober, that's for sure, you know. Uh, God's mentioned in the, in the big book, I think God's mentioned, uh, let's see, 136 times in just 164 pages. So today I believe, you know, I believe Alcoholics Anonymous is religious. It's a, it's a religion. You could call it spiritual. You could disguise it as the word spiritual, but... To me, I believe it's a religion today, and that's okay because, you know, people get sober through Alcoholics Anonymous. People get sober through God. People get sober through uh, Smart Recovery and Recovery Dharma and the Sinclair Method and the Freedom Model and and on their own, you know, uh, uh, they get sober, you know. So I, I believe it's the individual really... Uh, I believe the programs are the pointer to the way, but ultimately we are the way. So I'm going to sign off. It's 10 minutes. Take care, and we'll talk to you in the next podcast. Stay safe, healthy, and sober.